www.vitasterminals.org. Support for Talkline is provided by Vitas Terminals, a local crew happy to fuel you. More information at Bethelfuel.com. Talkline is an opinion-based show to share ideas and viewpoints. Statements made during Talkline may or may not be factually true. Callers are encouraged to engage in civil discourse and are free to challenge or affirm the opinions presented by fellow callers. The comments and opinions expressed are those of the community and not KYUK broadcast staff, management, or board of directors. Express yourself. Everyone, welcome to September 1st, Friday, 10 a.m. Talk line. I'm Diane McGachran, and in the booth helping out today is Alex Salonga. Did I get your name right, Alex? That was perfect. All right. I like to do things perfectly. Anyway, as you know, this is your show to call in and share whatever you got on your mind, announcements. Any number of things. I'm going to give out the numbers here. You can also email us. So either way, you can be anonymous for your calls and emails. Here are the numbers. 907-543-5985. 907-543-2756. You can also call 800-995-8954. And you can email us at radio at org. I'll read your email over the air, and like I said, you can be anonymous if you would like. And our lines are open. The day is overcast, as it has been for the last uh, probably 100 days. <laughs> so, But this morning, I don't know if anyone noticed, there was a little spot of sunshine, and I kind of got uplifted by that, um, and I enjoyed I savored it because it only lasted a few minutes. And then it became, in Bethel anyway, what we see now, so... Anyway, uh, we got a three-day weekend coming up. Monday's a holiday. It's Labor Day. And hope you have something planned out for yourselves. And I think moose season is opening, so there might be some of that. I'm not sure when that starts, so don't let me get anyone in trouble by saying the wrong thing on that. But I don't know when the dates are. Um, okay, I think we have a caller. Ola Girl from TWC. Good morning. Good morning, Diane. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I would just like to share the thrift store announcements. That thrift store. I know. <laughs> it's such a good place. Okay, go. Okay, thank you. Um, so the thrift store asks if you could kindly bring small bills as they do not have much cash on hand if you do visit the thrift store. Also, they take cards if you would like to use that instead. Credit card? Um, yes, credit oh, okay. card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you can follow TWC Thrift on Facebook for updated hours, and they post every week. But for this week, we have today, Friday, from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Um, do they also do bank trans like if you're in the thrift store you can get on your alaska usa account and do it that way as well right (laughs) yes you could do that as well um that's how i like to do it (laughs) they they accept um global global you oh right i did the wrong i'm not (laughs) i haven't adjusted to the name change yet but okay yes global (laughs) is it global usa Yes. What's the name of my bank? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Not they changed it. Okay. Global. Um, they also wanted to share that there are plenty of men's jeans, women's and girls' leggings, lightweight winter coats for kids and adults, lightweight boots. There are also comforters and sleeping bags and even a weighted blanket. A wait- oh, um, wow. Yeah. Those are nice. They are. <laughs> um, they also have fuzzy warm pajamas, slippers, and socks, which is good because it's getting chilly outside. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) They even have kitchen stuff. Yes, they do. They have a lot of kitchen stuff and, like, a lot of cool, like, things that you wouldn't think you would find there. But, 
Yeah, I, I have found that. Stuff. But you're right about the blue jeans. There, there is a blue jean collection there that's unbelievable. And some of the blue jeans are they look brand new, and so uh, and all kinds of sizes. So, yes, go get them. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff there. <laughs> Do you guys ever reach a point where you've had enough? Like you'd prefer to like take a break from taking things in, or do you just keep on taking things in? Um, I'm sure I'm not sure actually. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but we do accept donations, and if you do bring donations, we would prefer if you bring it to the thrift store when they're open. Um, but if not, you could take them to TWC if it's like, if you need to get right. rid of them right now. <laughs> and you know what's cool is if people, uh, this is an extra step um, that I've done is like you can make sure your clothes are washed that you're going to donate. And then it's also nice if you go ahead and fold them and not just jam them in a plastic bag and drop it off. But that's just yeah, that something I thought might be helpful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um. So yeah, our thrift store is located on 180B 6th Avenue, and that's right next to the main TWC building. And if you need the phone number, it's 907-543-3789. And you can friend TWC Thrift on Facebook for any updates on on the hours, or um, they also post what they have on there as well. That's good. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for letting me share. I'm glad you called. Have a great day. You too. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Okay, bye. All right, we have a man from Anchorage. You might want to say your name. Uh, hello? You're on the air. Good morning, Diane. This is Vernon G. How are you doing? Oh, Vernon. Okay, hi. Yes. Hi. I'm fine. Great. How are you doing? <clears throat> doing pretty good. Um, I'm going to... Uh, talk a little bit about the um, the backhaul program that we just completed yes, uh, day before yesterday. It was yeah. held in Bethel. Yeah. Um, it was um, another successful program. It's, um, I kind of want to um, start off by thanking all the participants that we worked with. Um, and we've been working with these folks um, since 2018, and it's been gaining mon- momentum over the years, um, collecting legacy waste from communities. Um, the tri- we work with the tribal IGAP staff members from the tribes throughout the ABCP region. Um, and in, in a, uh, this year, we worked with like about 20, over, uh, 20, over 25 communities. And also this year, we uh, worked with fish camps. Um, want to say thanks to Fox and Fox Air and Grant Aviation. Um, they fly in waste from communities to Bethel um, on their back, you know, back uh, flights back from their villages, and yeah. so. A, a kudos to those folks who work with the environmental program over at AVCP and their IGAP departments. Um, hey, do you mind saying um, what kind of things did people bring for you for Chalista to haul out? Where it was it like computers, uh, and, 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 or? and it's actually not Chalista. It was the Donegal program oh, working I'm with sorry. the, environment, uh, the environmental program at AVCP and. All kinds of waste. Um, it, it's amazing. We always say pretty much, and we call it e-waste, but we get all kinds of other waste brought over. And if we can take it, we do it and package it. Package it up. Uh, in well, you didn't. Not manner. like not like couches and <laughs> like that. No, but like TVs uh, oh, oh, or computers. Te- things a a like lot that. of TVs, computers, uh-huh. things that have a plug-in. We always say. If it has a plug in it, most likely gets um, is uh, going to be recycled. Uh, cell phones, um, cell just oh all wow, so- yep, cell phones, um, huh. lead acid batteries, um, uh, and this year we um, did some appliances. Um, uh, did I think we did like 
almost 450 appliances that were collected this year. We got um, a new baler, so that was able to, that's able to take the appliances and crush them down and make them more um, ready for shipment out. Wow. And, um, let me see. There's a whole bunch of things. Um, so, well, you know what we yeah. need is a car crusher. Because <laughs> that, that's been that's <laughs> been discussed, and uh, I'm hoping that eventually. And I always hear you talk about all these cars, <laughs> the and I've cars. seen them Cause, too. And because you know, I, I've counted I, every dead car in Bethel, right? There's <laughs> yes, there is. You, I have, tell well, me how many. Okay, how many my last counted? count because I I couldn't take it anymore. 1,125 dead cars in Bethel, counted by Diane McGachran. And, and you're, if you come to Bethel and you're thinking of a dead car, oh, I counted it. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have to say, my family has had those cars, that type of a car, and we've slowly gotten rid of them. Mm-hmm. And I think we have one more to go. And then in addition to cars, I know there's so machines and stuff. Yeah. But anyways, um, um, we also want to say thank you and a kudos out to the village of, uh, native village of Napaimi, whose barge we, we work with um, and Delta Backhaul Company and the Central Recycling Services as well. And all of this stuff is um, pack, packaged up there and bring it to Bethel and then uh, get it all packaged up and ready for shipment, put into connexes and then shipped out. Some of it goes to Anchorage, for, you know, like if it's able to be recycled from Anchorage, we send it to Anchorage and then the other stuff that needs further recycling or to the um, appropriate recycling companies out um, in the lower 48 that gets uh, sent down there. And this is all um, in kind. Um, I think there's more money spent um, than um, a lot of people think, but um, Nobody gets any money out of uh, all this recycling, but it's a great thing to uh, start it. Uh, something else we started this year was uh, Yukon uh, River Communities. We did four com- work with four communities on there. Did a few appliance removal and that recycling program, since it's on a different river, all those appliances that were collected there were shipped up to Ninana. Oh. On barge and then trucked down to Anchorage and then repackaged and um, distributed to the recycling centers in Anchorage and then the rest getting ready to be sent out to Bethel. But overall, the uh, Bethel um, collection event is, um, like I said, gaining momentum and it's been increasing and the number of people that come down to uh, deliver uh, e-waste batteries, uh, fluorescent tubes, and uh, fluorescent tubes, too. Um, There's a new machine that um, is being used, or not fairly new. We've been using this fluorescent tube uh, crusher that uh, packages all that um, fluorescent glass um, stuff um, and packaged it up so it doesn't go out into the air. It's kind of like made me think. I'm like, I never really thought about this before until I had started being involved in this as a part of the team here. Mm-hmm. Is you know, like you'd bring it to the um, landfill, you throw it away, and you forget about it. But in reality, there's a lot of things that get leached out into the environment, like batteries and the fluorescent tubes and whatnot. So, like I said, and um, I think. Over, I know it's over six hundred million pounds. I mean, six hundred thousand pounds now. Oh my gosh! Starting in twenty eighteen, we like uh, filled three containers and then just gained wow. momentum. This year, it was like over eleven containers that was filled with all kinds of e waste. Well, that's a great service that is provided and uh, really extremely necessary for Bethel. Given you know, there's no way to get things out of here very easily so thank you for yeah. that yeah yeah and so and like a lot of times you know, like we we buy all these appliances and just like your example of the trucks that you do yeah you say talk about 
they come to Bethel new, and then once they get um, used up and have served their lifetime, they get dumped, and there they sit. They <laughs> kind of end up and pile up in all our communities, Bethel included. Mm-hmm. And so this has been going on, and so just want to say thank you to all those um, partners that are involved in this whole effort. Thank you so much. Okay, well, I really appreciate your call and sharing like you did. Have a, I hope you have All a good right, weekend. Thanks. Hey, you too. Enjoy it. Yeah. Awesome. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, so uh, our lines are open again, and I'm going to give you our numbers so that you can call in. 907-543-895. Wait, 59. Oh, gosh. Let me just start over. Hey, I've been doing this almost 15 years, and I can't get the numbers right. What is up with that? All right, 907-543-5985, 907-543-2756. You can also call 800-995-8954. You can email us at radio at org. I have a short email that I'll read. Um, please watch how people drive because lately there have been uh, people run into who are intoxicated. I'm not sure. Okay, yes, that's that's the email there. And we have some, if you go on the Facebook page, it's going on in Bethel. Angie Jackson posts a, a massive list of all the different kind of activities that are coming up. You know, this month, some of them are in October. I know tonight is First Friday. The Southwest Area Arts Group Swag Gift Shop is holding First Friday today, tonight from 5 to 7. There'll be block printing activity for all ages. That's an art activity. You can bring a shirt if you want to print a, something on your, on your shirt. There'll be live music. There'll be other people, uh, who enjoy art and you can save $5 when you spend $40. Um, and you'll be able to meet, uh, some of the artists that contribute to the swag gift store. That's at the cultural center and that is tonight from five to seven. Okay. And a couple other announcements. Um, the Lacander family will be having a 40-day memorial feast for Robert Lacander tomorrow, Saturday, September 2nd, at noon at 181st Ave. Everyone is welcome to attend. And ONC is hosting Alaska Migratory Bird Co-Council and Alaska Department of Fish and Game Division of Subsistence Presentations on shorebirds and Yupik culture research. That sounds interesting. All are welcome to join at the Yupik Cultural Center September 7th, which is next week, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Wow, you could probably learn a lot about birds and uh, the cultural connection to the birds and understandings. Very good. So I'm going to ask Alex a question real quick. Alex, now um, you've been here two months um, more like three weeks. Oh, you've been here three weeks. Why did I think two months? Okay. So how are you finding your time in Bethlehem? Cause you came from LA. Yes. I came from Los Angeles, California, yes. beautiful, sunny, warm, uh, okay. Los Angeles, California. Okay. Enough. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Don't rub it in. All right. Anyway, but you've come here to Bethel. How do you find it? Honestly, I'm, I'm loving it. I, I, I came for a change of pace and, I, and I'm learning so much, uh, I'd like to shout out the guys at uh at YBA at Ute Basketball Association. I mean, like I feel like those that's been my that was my real introduction to the town. I mean, yeah. First, I mean the first day I came it was sunny and people were wearing shorts and gave <laughs> a bit of a false impression. Yeah, that w- that's just for a day or two. <laughs> mm, no, it, li- it was quite literally for a day. Yeah, yeah. Um but no, I'm 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 loving it so far. This is an awesome job. This is this is my job to talk to you right now. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's good. So, um, and you're here for a year, is that right? Copy that, yep. Yeah. Now, uh, Alex, not to put any thoughts in your head, but we have had Jesuit, your Jesuit volunteer, right? Or your AmeriCorps? Uh, Jesuit volunteer and AmeriCorps. Oh, double. Okay. So now we have people who 
They come here for a year and then they just don't leave. No, I, I so I stay keep, open. <laughs> just teasing now. No, I, I keep meeting folks. It feels like every third person I meet that is in some sort of like service or leadership mm-hmm. position, they're like, "Oh yeah, oh, thirteen years ago, I was a, an AmeriCorps member." Well, hey, I came out here twenty, almost twenty-five years ago. I thought I was going to be here for two years. There you go. That's how it happens. <laughs> hey, Dan, we actually have a caller oh, coming in. Oh, let's go. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get their name real quick. Uh, how, what, do you know anything about the movies this weekend? I do. Oh, rock on. Okay. Let's get that caller and then I'll get the movies out. Oh, okay. Well, he's uh, queuing up the caller. We have two movies, Equalizer 3 and Gran Turismo. I think Gran Turismo is the... Uh, racing car movie equalizer three i i don't i'm not familiar with that series obviously there must have been equalizer one and two but three is playing at our theater now and we have laura on the line from swag hello laura hi diane good morning good morning i just wanted to call and share a little bit about some of the events we've got coming up yeah and i want to make sure i got the swag right is it southwest area arts group or is it uh, did i get that wrong it's a Southwest Alaska oh. Arts Group. Okay, not air. Uh, you know, yes, more specific than area. Alaska Arts Group. But Thank you. If you call us swag, it keeps us. It keeps it easy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tonight uh, we're having a first Friday event at the Cultural Center, where the gift shop is going to be open, and uh, the library is going to be presenting their very prestigious award that they got, the museum. Uh, the Medal for Museum and Libraries. Mm-hmm. They flew down to D.C. and got lots of... Anyway, they're going to be presenting that tonight. And then there's going to be some art activities for all ages with block printing at the event as well. So swing by and um, mingle with all the art people that are going to be there. And then if you're shopping at the gift shop uh, this Friday, tonight, um, you get a discount if you spend $40 or more. Right. Yeah, I was announcing that earlier on the show. Um, oh, cool. That's really a nice event. Is this one of the first first Friday events? Have we started? Did we start yeah, that last year, or is this kind of a new thing that'll be happening every first Friday? It's our second first Friday event, and I think we're going to try to have it at least twice a quarter. Mm, so okay. maybe not every single month, but every other month. So just uh, be on the lookout on our Facebook page for when they're going to be coming up. Uh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, thank you. And then you. we've got another event that I'd love to promote, unless you have other questions. No, go for it. Okay, so our Steel Salmon mm. and Raven art auction is coming back. We have the date. It's October 14th, and we've had Steel Salmons go out into the community, and artists are uh, creating beautiful pieces of work on them, and then we'll be all coming back in to be uh, auctioned off. We'll have a live auction for those. And um, tickets for that event are on sale starting today at the Swag Gift Shop. So if you stop by the First Friday event tonight, you can pick up your tickets. You can also get them online on our Facebook page, too, though. And what will be the meal? Uh, there, there'll be a catered meal with that, right? Is that still the There taste? is, yeah. Uh, so Shabby Chic Catering is going to provide the meal. And they're doing a beef brisket and a chicken option along with green beans. And I think there's one other side that I'm I'm forgetting. But it's going to be a, a really yummy a really yummy meal. Sounds um, good. A dinner roll and a salad and then some desserts too. And then I will have uh, beer and wine for sale by the glasses there as well. Oh wow! Okay, so it'll be uh, that's always uh, been a really popular event, and that people. Just you, you will sell out, no doubt, all your tickets. It's just really awesome. <laughs> yeah, we do sell out every year, um, but there's always room in the evening so the dinner uh, tickets go on sale, and, and then the dinner starts at, at 6, um, and then after the dinner is over, the, the auction portion is open to the community at large. So even if you don't get your dinner ticket, um, you can come for the later evening That's option right. and, yeah. and participate in that. Yeah, I had a steel salmon once that I I submitted and auctioned off. It was really neat. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Do you still see it around town? Well, I do because uh, my former director Mary Pete bought it, and now it's in my office, 
And, you know, thinking about the Barbie movie, <laughs> my steel salmon <laughs> was beaded. I, I, and it took a long time, but it was drenched in beads and it looked like a, uh, you know, salmon. And I got a, uh, a Barbie, but it was a, uh, like a Barbie of color. Brown Barbie is riding the salmon. It's called Bar, it's, it's a Yupik Barbie. And she's got, uh, bedazzled boots and a beautiful skirt and a sweater. And, um, and she's, and, and it's called Barbie on. <laughs> Instead of fish on, it's, cool. it's Barbie on. She's riding that salmon into the wild. You know, wild. that's one of the really cool things about the auction is, um, you know, depending on which artists are participating each year, they come out looking wildly different from year to year and from piece to piece. So yes. you know, there's always going to be something for everyone. Yeah, and most of them, they all have, you can tell there's a story behind the art that was put on that um, salmon. So anyway, it's fun. Fun. All right. It is. We also have one more event that I just wanted to okay. mention real quick before yeah. I hop off. Um, in October, we're going to do a Tender Tales event, and we are looking for storytellers who are interested in participating in that. And we pair them with story coaches and make you have a beautiful performance. And you get up on stage and tell a story for about seven minutes. And um, it should be a really fun night for all. We also have some music during that. Now, event. is that the Scary Tales is that the one that? Yeah, so we're hoping the theme the would be around <laughs> either something that's spooky or, uh, you know, death-defying, or just you know something that you thought was going to be scary but ended up being funny in the end. Okay. We're, we all are, all are also open to to stories from different themes, but we're trying to center it around that theme, even something like supernatural or spooky. Okay. Awesome. Oh, there's some good stories like that out there. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, glad you called, Laura. All right. We're going to go to break. Um, I think I was supposed to mention something about the moose hunt, but I will when we come back from break. All right. Uh, you're listening to 640 AM KYUK. AVCP Regional Housing Authority is accepting applications for the Homeowner Assistance Fund, HALF program. HALF provides assistance to homeowners facing mortgage delinquencies, defaults, or foreclosures, loss of utilities, or internet. HALF also provides rehabilitation, modernization, and weatherization to homes. Eligible homeowners must be tribal members and attest to financial hardship after January 21, 2020. More at avcphousing.org or 907-543-1337. This message sponsored by AVCP Regional Housing Authority. Hi, everyone. 
everyone. Welcome back. Um, so I think as everyone knows, moose hunting started at 12.01 last night or in the morning. So most likely maybe some, some people are out there already. Um, Alex, have you, ha- you haven't had moose yet, right? Actually, I had moose my very first night here in Bethel. What? I'm from Bethy. Yeah, she made some oh. incredible moose nachos for the Jesuit volunteers. Oh my god, moose nachos. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and, and I'm Mexican, so it was like the perfect transition. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Well, I really, I really like moose too. And, um, I like that it's not like really gamey and it's kind of a tender meat actually. And also that it's free range organic. <laughs> Really free range. <laughs> Very free range E. Um, all right. And ONC. Now I'm not sure if this is still, uh, applicable, but I'm gonna, uh, I wanna read this announcement. Um, ONC is reaching out to the community of Bethel regarding moose proxy hunting. If you are in need of moose meat, are an elder, age 65 or older, 75% disabled with a doctor's note, or legally blind, you are eligible to sign up. They are also looking for hunters to become a proxy hunter. ONC also accepts moose meat donations. For more information, contact Alyssa Nadine Rogers at 907-545-2700. So, Alex, I'm one year away from being an elder eligible for the moose. (laughs) So next year I might sign up. But actually, I have some moose in my freezer still, so I'm going to have to cook that now. All right. So maybe uh, you'll go out hunting at some point to see what it's like out there. I'm hoping to. Um, I, w- I was trying to sign up with, with ONC because my, my roommate, Grace, or housemate, she works for um, for the ONC, and she's helping. Like A part of her job is to help find new proxy hunters. <gasps> ah, but nice. I am okay. unfortunately not native. So I I well, couldn't. I mean, Alex, have you ever hunted a do LA men hunt? I mean, a very particular breed that goes down to like a very the very rich kind that flies takes a eighteen hour flight down to Africa or something of the oh. sort. <laughs> oh, but you're not that. No. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah. So really enjoy like moose hunting, and the moose population has really grown over the years. Now at at least a couple times a year, we can see moose wandering around right here in Bethel. Or sometimes I go out on my tundra walks and I'll see a moose in the distance. It's really cool. All right. So I have another announcement. Um, and, uh, oh, the uh, email. So the email goes like this. When hunting, make sure it's an animal first and foremost. Double check before shooting. See someone in distress, check on them to make sure they do not need help before you continue on your trip. Bring extra gas and oil and or gear for traveling and hunting. Never know when someone is going to need help. Get their name in case someone is looking for them, just in case. Okay, that's a good uh, reminder. And I have another announcement. Let's see. For Tuesday, next Tuesday, September 5th, there are no trial jurors needed. For grand jury, we need all impaneled and alternates to call into grand jury orientation at 9 a.m. Now, I'm thinking they mean 9 a.m. on Tuesday. um, And the phone number for orientation is 1-888-788. 0099. There's also a meeting ID. So uh, I should have warned you ahead of time to get a pencil ready. The ID number is 504-680-3879 with the, the number sign. If you have any questions, yeah, you can do this if I got those numbers wrong. If you have any questions, please call the front desk at 907-543-2298. Thank you, Bethel Court. And one. Uh, oh, okay. Nope, I already got that. All right. So it looks like our station manager, um, Shane, has entered the building <laughs> so or entered the booth. Did you? You're going to talk, right? <laughs> talking to me? Yes. Are you talking to the whole wacky day? Me? Oh, okay, yes. Well, to everyone, yes. I'm here. And so, you. <laughs> sorry. 
Just getting my headphones situated. Hey everyone, Shane Iverson here at KYK. Want to do a couple announcements, just let everyone know what's going on around the station. Um, yeah, so let's see. The AM Tower Project, um, we've been keeping everyone abreast of that. That is done, done, done. I think I did already report that, but, um, we finished our fence up there, so it is completely FCC compliant. We'll make a couple, uh, tweaks when our team comes back, uh, to deal with the FM Tower, which I'll talk about in a second, but, yeah, hopefully uh, reception continues to be uh, improved for most people. And uh, if you ever have any problems with uh, the AM more and more, it uh, tends to be with uh, something there locally in your house or something around there because uh, it's pretty tuned up right now. So we're very happy about that, that we're able to uh, offer you know better, more reliable service on the 640 AM signal. Uh, moving along to TV, there was actually a big development here in the state, not so much um, – at KYUK, but it will affect uh, people watching TV in in Bethel. This is over-the-air TV, of course. And for those of you who are too young to know, <laughs> uh, you can just plug an anten- antenna into your TV and get uh, four free channels here in Bethel, five, five free channels at the moment. Um, but, yeah, though that TV service, um, a lot of that used to be held up in Fairbanks, a lot of that equipment <clears throat> and um, the Fairbank station and uh, Alaska Public Media in Anchorage have been doing a great job working together. And they just recently completed moving all that equipment to Anchorage. Uh, that's where the engineers are. That's where the folks who know how to fix these problems live. So we're expecting it. And we've already seen improved um, television reception from Anchorage um, to Bethel. So when we repeat that broadcast, uh, that's just all the better. So hopefully people uh, who watch TV here in Bethel notice that improved reception. On the FM side of things, um, this big tower right out right downtown, um, as most of you know, it used to be about 80 feet taller. It was damaged last winter. Uh, we removed that top 80 feet, and we've been um, working with the 180 feet we have here still standing. Um, we are in the midst of applying for permits to be able to deconstruct that and replace it with a similar 180-foot tower. So uh, the new tower as constructed would look very similar to the one that's standing now, um, but it will be 80 feet shorter than the one that was standing for, for many, many decades here. Uh, the reason we went with a smaller design, um, it's affordable. Um, also, there's been a lot of improvements in radio broadcasting, so we can get a similar pattern, a similar broadcast um, pattern as uh, we could have with a much taller tower. And, you know, really that ta- that tower at that height was, uh, you know, maybe a little too tall for um, the region. We have so much icing and wind now, um, and each additional foot just brings uh a lot more consideration for what kind of forces it's under. So we think this tower is going to be really stable, really sturdy for, for many decades to come and uh, serve the region just as well. So that's kind of what's what's on the plate there. Uh, with any luck, we'll be constructing in, in autumn or before we get deep into winter. So that's what we're hoping for there. Meanwhile, in terms of our service, I'm so proud of our news team and everyone here who supports them, including... Uh, all the listeners and KYUK members who take time during the fall fundraiser to contribute. We had um, two shows, or two two news um, stories go out nationally. Uh, maybe you heard them, Diane. Yeah. We had the the car show, uh, the the car show here in Bethel over at Napa Auto. Uh, that was an NPR story, and then um, we also had a story on Ukachuk and uh, the Yupit School District's uh, efforts to incorporate more cultural practices into their school. And they uh, they published 12 photos from Mary-Kate there nationally, and that's huge. Like, you know, we were expecting one or two. So they, they loved our photos, and the whole nation is loving those photos. And, you know, thanks to people who support KYUK, we can continue to tell stories to the entire country. Um, and in speaking of things we've shared, we also oh, – I grabbed the wrong award. Um, we got another award, Diane. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know – 
people you grab the wait you grab the wrong well award. we because there's so many i'm sorry did to you brag. pick up the wrong one uh, okay yeah. yes. Go humble ahead. brag i did grab the wrong one because there's just too many around the station oh my now. goodness <laughs> sorry i couldn't help myself okay. um but this is another edward r murrow award and this is oh. a huge award in public radio this is a regional award and it was for our um comprehensive coverage of typhoon murbach <gasps> Wow. Uh, last about almost a year ago now, and we're going to be doing some programming to take a look back um, at the recovery effort. And, you know, these type of efforts um, to help disaster-plagued regions recover take on a really interesting form here in the YK Delta because so much of what is valuable and what is destroyed, it's tough to put an exact price tag on. How do you, how do you put a price tag on? Hmm. you know, a freezer full of uh, seal meat and berries. Ah, right. So we're going to be looking at, and then how is FEMA use work in Alaska? So we're going to take a big look at um, that response recovery because we want to make sure moving forward that everyone has had a chance to learn from the recovery effort there and and provide uh, the best recovery for, for future disasters that, of course, we hope never happen, but everyone who's involved in disaster preparation says it's not with, it's not if, but when. So mm-hmm. we want to uh, be a part of that. Wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much. And yeah. good luck to all the moose hunters out there. Be safe. Yeah. You're going to go moose hunting? I might go out for a day or two, but. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> not as much as I want to. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Shane. All right, everyone. I'm going to give out the numbers again. Um, we're going to have our show until 11 o'clock, so now would be a really good time to write these numbers down, get your call in, 907-543-5985, 907-543-2756. You can also call 800-995-8954, and you can email us at radio at org. You can be anonymous for your calls and your emails if you're kind of a shy person. I have an email I'm going to read now and this one here and the email goes like this here is one for you all so all the people that entered the u.s white house capitol that are being charged by the law they broke is that enough evidence is that enough evidence for the united states government to charge donald trump for his crimes along with the people that are being charged for crimes that they committed on themselves I'm so happy that Georgia, uh, the state of Georgia, is going after all that tried to overturn the elections with Donald Trump and his associates that were part of helping, trying to help Donald Trump overturn the elections so he can remain in office as the U.S. president. Wondering what other people think about that in KYUK land. Okay. Yeah, so there's a lot of charges. Uh, There are four indictments on... Donald Trump, along with, uh, I think, 91 actual uh, charges. Each one of those charges comes with jail time. So he's going to have to um, not be found guilty on any of the 91 charges. So for the next year or two, that's going to be part of our new system, probably. Um, uh, I have a caller, Negesiak. Uh, please correct me if I got your name wrong. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning. This is Bertha Nagazia calling from Bethel, Alaska. How is everyone doing today? Well, we're doing well. How are you? I haven't spoken on the radio for a while. But I, I know. thought today would be the lovely day too. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. Yeah, good. And I'm very thankful that God answered my prayer to build a apartment for the homeless center for people who need to get off the street. Praise the Lord that he answers prayers. Mm. That's right. There's new construction going on at the Bethel Winter House. It would be nice if they build two more in that area so that there'd be, because there's more than just what, the amount that they built. Uh, hopefully they get that going along uh, another year or whenever they can to get two more or three more in that area mm-hmm. to help the people to get them off the streets. But uh, I have 
something really important for every village that has boardwalks, you know, mm-hmm. and they age through time and they get the nails and the screws, they get loose and it gets very dangerous for people who likes to use their four-wheeler and go out riding. Mm. And it, it's, it's a hazard. This is very serious. I was trying to mention this to the tribal administrator, Nunapichak, and you know, he was really rude, and he didn't want to listen. He had a hard time hearing, but when he did hear, and I was trying to mention this to him, and he just said, yeah, I cannot help you. And he chose to hang up, and that was very rude, because this is important for not just only Nunapichuk, for every village that has a boardwalk, and that um, for when they don't play out with their kids when the parents don't play out with their kids and they're out on they're running and playing or you know if their shoelace got caught on that nail that that those people they can get injured and hurt so it's very yeah. important for every village to check the boardwalks to get the travel administrator or get a team or take out those those loose nails and screws and um, try try to put new ones and um, be cautious because some kids they had to go to ER because of because of that and so some villages they just had to stand it out that the pain like this one kid was telling me that he he was running and he was playing a nail went right through his foot. Oh. No, okay. And I tried to talk to this about somebody, and they were laughing about it. And I said, no, that isn't funny. This is really important. Mm-hmm. You know, if a four-wheeler popped a tire, and that four-wheeler with the, all those children that like to borrow their um, parents' four-wheeler and go riding in the evening, it, it's a hazard. It, it didn't want those kids to get injured if that four wheel might tumble, you know, and there's kids under four wheeler because of that loose one loose loose nail that was popping out of the boardwalk and the boardwalk get loose and they, they they need to recheck all of these you know, instead of just walk looking at it and walking by. I had to get a sledgehammer when I was visiting in Nunapichuk, and I had to nail those as much as I could to nail them down so that people wouldn't get injured and could, uh, hopefully they can replace those broken boardwalks pieces, put new pieces on those. Um, so um, I hope that everybody will be cautious um, and speak up about this because um, so if there's one kid that got hurt, I know there's probably more than many. Thank you, uh, Bertha, and, for that. Um, I would greatly appreciate if people, you know, just speak up and um, don't keep it in the family, you know, go, go to the tribal administrator because they're responsible and they say that they're, they're there to help the people in the village run to running each village, you know. Why why isn't these things happening? Why why don't they um see what else that needs to be fixed in instead of just going home from the office to their house and staying in their house and not not checking around of what needs to be taken care of in that village. Yeah, yeah. And especially when uh, um, there's, after the uh, flood and all the snow melted the springtime, you know, I seen some gas from the tanks that they had that left that are outside of their housing. Something needs to be done about this and um, just needed to bring that up. Well, uh, Bert, well, Bertha, right. that's really nice. That's very thoughtful of you, for one thing. And thank you very much for calling. And 
giving that information because that is true. There are boardwalks everywhere and you can't tell sometimes when they're ready to break until you actually fall through or step on the nail like you said. So, um, so I hope if you're on a boardwalk, Bertha, you are very careful. Okay. <laughs> I don't want you falling I, through. <laughs> I had to go through that village with a sledgehammer and kids were saying, what are you doing that? Only one kid gave me a compliment. I'm very happy you're doing that. Oh, and wow. And they said I got hurt from that. Okay. Well, we're going to go to another caller, but Bertha, I hope you'll think about calling in again sometime. Okay. Yeah. Um, just think of a gospel song and, and, you know, encourage our kids to love Jesus Christ because he is returning very soon. Encourage your family to read the Holy Bible to one another and say prayers. God answers prayers. He answered mine. And okay. hallelujah. Lord okay. Jesus Christ okay. will win the victory. Bless you all. Thank you. Have a good weekend. All right. We're going to go to Tom from Chalista. Hello, Tom. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? You know, I'm doing well, and I, I almost gave Chalista credit for the backhaul um, earlier <laughs> in the show. Heard. Yeah. Well, there you go. But now, first, are you, are you, you're done with school, right? Or are you, you back, you back yeah. at it? Yeah. Are you graduated? I, I am done with school, at least for the moment, at least for the moment. Oh, is there more on the horizon? We'll see. You know, oh. learning never ends. Okay. No, that, well, that's true. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's probably not why you called, so <laughs> we can go to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to call and give a couple updates uh, to Chilster shareholders. Um, one is uh, a reminder about our shareholder business site. It's Chalista Shareholder Biz, B-I-Z dot com. Chalista Shareholder Biz dot com. And anyone that is a Trillista shareholder, or even if you have a parent that's a Trillista shareholder, you can register your business for free there. And that'll help promote it. You know, we um, sometimes feature them in our newsletter or on our website or Facebook. So if you have a business making arts and crafts or doing oh. home repairs, um, the uh, trucking service there, one of the trucking services, you know, as long as you're a trust a shareholder or you're a descendant descendant of a shareholder, you can sign up for free. So oh, just another wow. little way to promote your business, and uh, we will take care of all of that for you. So is that the is it the case then that someone would go to your website who who's not necessarily a Chalista shareholder, but would go and see what businesses are in town, and then they would know who to call if they needed some kind of repair, or is it, that what you, yeah, is that exactly. what it is a directory like that? Yep. Oh, I'm gonna go uh, on. So there. like you know, yeah. So if you're looking for. Um, uh, you know, handyman services or handywoman, mm -hmm. as it were. <laughs> um, uh, you want to get a house cleaning. Um, you can even search by community. Like, uh, we have a lot of shareholders who uh, live in Anchorage or the Valley, you know, Wasilla uh, Palmer. So ah, you can search by community. That's great. Okay. That's yeah, Chalis so Chalista Biz. No, Chalista. Yeah. What is shareholder. that? Chalista Shareholder. Yep. Biz, B-I-Z, mm -hmm. dot com. Great. That's that's very yeah. helpful. Okay. Yep. And the other thing I wanted to mention is we just announced this morning a way for shareholders to win $1,000. <gasps> mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have our newsletter, Story Knife, Yahoon, and uh, we have the email that goes out every every other week, and we have the um, printed version that go, that goes out every other month. But we're looking for feedback. You know, let us know what you think of it, what articles you like, what you'd like to see, and optionally, if you provide your uh, personal contact information like name, address, phone number, then you'll be entered into a contest. And all of the surveys that we get by the end of this month, September 30, will be entered to win one of two $1,000 prizes. Nice. Okay. So really easy to do. You can find the link to the survey 
on our website or on our uh, Facebook page, Chilster Corporation. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just announced this morning, it goes uh, until the end of the month, so plenty of time. But if you can get online now, uh-huh. uh, Quintillion still hasn't fixed that fiber optic cable yet. But if you can get <laughs> online now, it's, yeah, I mean, it's like two, three minutes maybe to do the survey. Very, very easy. Cool. Okay, that's nice. All right. Yeah, so I just wanted to share those two items. Nice. Thank you. All right. Well, I hope everyone has a safe and relaxing weekend. Yeah, you too, Tom. All right. right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, just real quick, everyone. There's no school next week for LKSD schools due to moose hunting. Alex, did you have an announcement as well? Yeah, I have a I have a little announcement uh, about the next show. Do you mind if I share that real quick, Diane? Yeah, do it, and then I might do a quick email after that. Beautiful. So, this past summer, um, we're actually going to be airing this interview right after this. Uh, so stay tuned, y'all. Um, but this summer, KYUK's Emily Schwing she traveled a hundred miles down the Yukon River with two scientists. So after talk line today, we're going to be airing an interview that Emily did in the village of Nulato. And she's going to be talking about the scientific discoveries that they made there and what we now know about the dinosaurs that once roamed Alaska. The dinosaurs that elders out here have stories, not about the, but about the footprints and the, it's awesome. That's really neat. Yeah. So stay tuned, y'all. This is pretty interesting stuff. I had no idea about the dinosaurs out here. I'd love to talk to elders maybe for a coffee if anyone has stories or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. And then we'll have a quick email here uh, that goes that says, talk show needs to go back to an hour and a half. 60 minutes is too short. Well, the reason we went back, we're at an hour right now, is because during the summer we had a real drop-off of calls and... Um, I don't think people want to listen to me fill dead air for, you know, too much. So we want to really have this show be for you to call in. And as you know, you can call in about local things, cultural things, announcements, frustrations, gratitude. You can talk about something internationally that's happening you want to comment on, our own national politics, our state politics our city politics, your village, whatever you want to come call in and comment on. And as you know, we have a wide range of callers. Everyone is welcome. And then also through the email. So if we have more callers starting to call in again, we will definitely move the show back to 90 minutes. Um, We'd be happy to do that. So thank you. Um, Yeah, Alex. Yeah, Diane, I wanted to ask, like, how many callers would you normally get for this show? Right. So when it was at 90 minutes, we would get anywhere 20 to 23 callers and five to eight emails. So that would definitely fill up the time. We would take our half hour station break. And then also embedded in that would be announcements, the weather, um, Tundra Drum announcements, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just wanted to share with that, like, this is a community-based show. I have on record today that we had five calls plus Shane today. So how many was it before? Well, in 90 minutes, it would be more like 20, and then we had about five emails today, too. Okay. Yeah. So we want to, like, um, I think it was probably because over the summer, things kind of go a little bit more relaxed, but now that um, summer's kind of coming to an end, and some might even say summer ended uh, back in June, but... <laughs> <laughs> the way our weather's been this summer. But anyway, so welcome. And if you have ideas about TalkLine that you want to share, you're welcome to just write radio at kyuk.org at any time with any ideas you have because those emails will be read um, even if we're not on TalkLine uh, on the Friday show. So um, anyway, wishing everyone a really good weekend. Happy moose hunting. Um And we'll talk to you again next Friday at 10 a.m. And if you want to hear this show or you know someone who wishes they heard this show today, the rerun is tonight, uh, Friday nights at 7 o'clock. You can listen to a rerun of today's show. All right. Thank you, everyone, and uh, talk to you next week. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. We could go down.
our shoes Jump into the water like there's nothing to lose Sky don't get no bluer Love don't get no truer than this Then you can rush me KYK's talk line is provided by Vitus Marine, a local crew happy to fuel you. Find out more at BethelFuel.com. You can catch Talkline every Friday at 10 a.m. to get the latest hot topics and local buzz for the YK Delta right here on KYUK 640 a.m.